Easy game. Oh, uh, Chris is not here today, so we're just going to go. Same podcast. <laughs> Easy show. Yeah. That's what we're looking Good for today. morning, everybody. In the world, wherever you are listening to us on your podcast programs, on the YouTubes, or here live on a Saturday afternoon slash morning in Twitch. Yes, I am Lord Teamaker, aka Will McKellar. And joining me today, Mr. Technical himself, it is James Atkinson. You could almost call me, what do we say, like podcast engineer at this point, considering what we were just talking about for the pre show? That's what I am. I'm the podcast engineer. It's like, uh, Lard, time to move, uh, time to move on topics. We're getting close to, uh, second half, of the part, second half of the podcast. Time to go on to the, uh, to the rich, rich material. Uh, stop going lean. Uh, you can heat up the chat a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> Keep going. We're now we're second. We can push for first. Push for first. Podium can be ours. <laughs> so how you doing this morning, mate? Are you okay? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I am. I'm good. You know, I've had a, a better week. It's been, been much chill, you know, in some ways. And productive game-wise. And yeah, we've, it's been... It's been a week I've needed, I think, it's been for a while. Like lo-fi hip hop beats chill. Like lo-fi yeah. anime hip hop beats. <laughs> Everybody's been to that channel. Everybody has watched that channel. It's been some slap bass. Even though there are there are some stuff that's been removed from TV, which in hindsight I can see why people would be upset, but I, I don't a hundred percent agree. Is it done to the bad boys two theme? <laughs> that's one of them that's one of them i i yeah, can't say it. that you know that there's people that are calling for them to end the paw patrol tv show that's the animated disney show with the dogs i'm like okay this is this does not speak ill of anything and anything's going on but like a children's cartoon show i'm half expecting to remove a, a match from wrestlemania 6 okay uh, and that's uh, Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown. Now, Roddy Piper didn't wrestle him as a white man. Oh, he did it in... He did half and half. So he did one side, one side white, the other side not. And it's like, oh, okay. Now, the context behind Roddy Piper doing this was so he wasn't fighting him in a racial sort of way as a white man you know but you can see where people would get upset with that like other stuff whether i necessarily agree with all the reasonings i mean i can agree with why faulty towers episode was taken down that not many people are listening to yeah john well john cleese got a little upset about that yeah and again i can understand his thought process behind it because he wasn't the, the, the idea behind it wasn't them being, you know, doing a racial slur towards people. It was, look how stupid these people are for being this way. So again, context, big thing with it. No, but it's... yeah, you, know, you, take, you take the big, horrible stuff that's going on in the world that way. I've had an all right week. I mean, you can still watch Tropic Thunder. 
Yeah. But <laughs> once again, <laughs> I think, but we look at that movie, remember the entire time in that movie, they're even telling him that it's not okay. Like it's, it's pointed out blatantly through that entire movie that what he's doing is not okay. And, um, so, exactly. but I don't think Tropic Thunder, I don't think Tropic gets Thunder gets made. Nowadays. No, God, no, God. even when Tropic Thunder came out, I was like, wow. Okay. I'm just trying to see whether I've got a bit here or not on the, the shelf. Maybe not. Maybe it's elsewhere. By the way, very underrated as a comedy movie. Like, <laughs> like throws so much shit at you that like you're just sitting there like yeah, I like we had to watch it like three times because like mm. there's the main comedy bits, then there's like the subtext, and then there's the subtext under the subtext. And you're just sitting there just going like, oh my god, um. Jack Black is... I mean, they're all amazing. It's, it's like a... It's a Ben Stiller movie that actually is pretty good. Like, that... And that's not really a knock on Ben Stiller. He's been in some good movies, but like... That's something about Mary. Oh, that's a... That's a freaking classic. Oh, God. <laughs> we got a bleeder! Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's... It is it is a very good movie. Robert Downey Jr. is just out of his freaking mind. Um... Freaking Matthew McConaughey's in it. Yeah. By the way, Matthew McConaughey's role, he stepped into literally a week ahead of time for that movie because it was supposed to be Owen Wilson, but Owen Wilson had um, basically a mental breakdown and went to go seek help. So McConaughey jumped into the role and didn't take any pay. Like he just did the movie because as as a favor to all of them as his friends. He's like, We're friends, I'll take I'll I'll do this. And he just learned the part and did it. And once again, wow. like I see Owen Wilson doing that part and be like, that's interesting, but McConaughey. It's just just Matthew McConaughey. Man. There's some there's some moments where you just have to where fate just steps in, isn't it? And just makes things I don't know, better. Yeah, but Tom Tom oh, Cruise. Absolutely. Tom Cruise. That's all I guess. You, you got to watch that movie for anything. Watch it for Tom Cruise. Because, like, yeah. it's just like, wow. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was just... Yeah, that, 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 if you, if you don't know... Thoughts on. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... Once again, it's... That entire movie is just... A, it, believe it or not, that, that entire movie is a commentary on making films. Like, it's a commentary on the film industry and how shitty it is. Well, yeah, that movie doesn't get made nowadays, not only because of Robert Downey Jr., but because of Harvey Weinstein, because of, uh, uh, kind of, there's a lot of reasons why that movie doesn't get made nowadays. Oh, Hollywood. Oh, society. It's the reason why I watch YouTubers. Just, I just watch YouTube. I watch people play strategy games, RimWorld, and Football Manager. Hi, Bionic, how you doing? So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it was nice to also have conversations this week where we, we talked about real-world uh, events and the, the the big reason behind the 40 Towers episode and didn't utter the actual word itself. It's amazing, that, isn't it? It's just amazing. So, today's show, let's get on with it. We, we've got a huge content dump today. Yeah. It's going to be one big massive dump of content from us what we've been playing any pimp outs and shout outs and then it's we'll 
you know, you just carry on as normal. So, the one thing I do want to get out of the way before we go into the big, big content dump. This is like the the pre the pre dump. Did you see that uh, Alex Kidd's been remastered? The what is Alex Kidd, which is one of, like the classic of the Sega days. Nope. Things like Alex Kidd Four being redone, which is quite cool, and they're doing the whole thing of the the old graphics, new graphics. Sort of, you can. I mean, basically, like what they—it's getting the uh, the um, Command and Conquer remaster, where like you can toggle between the old graphics and the new graphics in game. Okay, so it looks like hey, it looks pretty cool. But, 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 but this week, if you didn't see any of it, and I'm surprised if you didn't, or you're just not a fan of them, Sony did a PS5 reveal show. We have a, a absolute bucket load of games, and and at the end some rather cheeky, which they said they weren't going to do. But we'll get to that a little bit later. So I know you you watched it, James. Yes, I actually um, did watch it. First first impressions, what you saw. Interesting. Um. Obviously, I, my first impressions is this system looks good. I like the look and look at the console. I think the controllers look interesting. Um, does it come in black? Was my first thought. Um, second thing, when it came to content, um, a lot of indie stuff. I it, it it looked like to me it looked like a typical console release. Uh, you got some of your main headliners. You got um, Spider Man. You've got Horizon, which we didn't have a release date for, by the way. No. <laughs> we didn't have a release date for Horizon. So we had some we had some stuff, but it's it was very kind of like, you know, one or two big games and then just like here's a bunch of other stuff that like probably were pet projects of some of these studios or, or the the indie projects that were bringing up into the console, which is good, but like, you know, where's the beef? Whereas the, and I guess that's because it's a, it was a PlayStation only news conference, so they may not have been able to get the cyberpunks to come out to talk about it. CG Project Reds, the uh, EAs, they're all saving that for their own stuff, which fine. I think I think because of Sony, Sony's bit, because they were more focusing on like first party stuff. But GTA was like led it. Yeah, and that was a strange one because I thought when I saw the Rockstar side, I went, oh. Oh, we get in, we get in GTA Six at blocks, and it's like no, it's just GTA Five coming to PlayStation Five, and it's yeah. just like, <gasps> and and that's uh, and that to me is just like, well, why lead with that? I mean, when you look at the overall press conference, and maybe this was because this is this is what they were going to have at E three, but because mm -hmm. they didn't have the other parties there, they had to axe content. Yeah. They had to act stuff out of the press coverage, which would make a little bit of sense. But it's just it's just like, why have a game that is a third-party game lead and then just be first-party the rest of the way through? Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Um, I like, I mean, I like some of the stuff that I saw. We discussed it a little bit. Uh, Spider-Man looks, looks interesting. Oh yeah, um, into the into the Spidey verse. I looked at that and went, ooh. Yep. Oh, oh yes, please. <laughs> Miles Morales, Spider Man looks great. Horizon, I am all for. I have I, I'm I'm very close to picking up Horizon Zero Dawn on PC and playing it. If 
only because I think it's going to be just more, it's going to look a lot better. Let's be fair. Horizon yeah, Zero Dawn is probably going to look better on PC. The OG. I don't know what they do with 2. Like, if you're getting Horizon Zero Dawn 1 on play, on on PC, are we going to get 2? And then we're going to get 2 eventually. I imagine you're going to get 2 eventually. I honestly do. I, I think that's the way things are going to be. I think a lot of it is going to be timed exclusives for first-party stuff and then go on to PC. It just, it just, it looks good. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's the game I wanted. I wanted a second horizon because after playing through one, it's just like, yeah, there, there, this story has legs. Yeah. This can go places. And I'm glad that it is. Because then we also got um, a new Ratchet and Clank. Yep. Which, yeah, which I, I, you know, and again, this is something we were discussing before the show. I think it looks like something I would, I would really enjoy playing. You know, even though it's more aimed again at kids, but it looks like it's it's got enough in there for adults too. You know, if, I guess for me, it's just like, like I played a Ratchet and Clank game and I beat it, and I kind of feel like that. I once you've played one, you kind of played them all. They don't drift to the story is different, but gameplay wise. They don't drift too much. They add one or two interesting things. And I guess the gimmick, I have to see the re I have to see like the whole like time space jumping gimmick more because if that's not enough to make me go, I want, I want to play this. That's just not a gimmick gimmicky enough. I know that's like this, this coming from a guy who plays football manager, who is basically just paying $40 a year to get a roster update and uh, occasional new things. But it just also it's a platforming game, I and mean, we know where I stand on platforming games. I'm not. Yeah, you're... No, no, thank you. The platforming, like it, um, it needs to do something. Mo- it needs to be something else with platforming elements. Uncharted, mm-hmm. third-person action game with slight platforming elements. Yes, with exploration. Yes. <laughs> Surprised there wasn't an Uncharted. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe something's more with Chloe in that. that. I mean, it just, for me, it's like they had, like, they could have done an Uncharted. That would have been, that would have been, like, big. Um, Could you imagine if they brought back Killzone? Like, bringing that game series in, just to have a first-person shooter title. I mean, you usually have one, but there, there really isn't. And supporting the indie developers, getting them to be kind of the, the highlight. Stray looks amazing. Yes. <laughs> just just to the fact, you be cat. You get to be I a mean, cat. <laughs> you got uh, that other one, Kenna, with the li- with little companions that can be quite nasty, but they look so adorable. Yeah. It. There are and and if that's what Sony's thing was, is like, listen, we want to. We're, we we got all of these studios together. We want to show them off. We want to give them the limelight. Great. Awesome. I'm right with you. But like it leaves it leaves me looking at this. It was a good it was a good news conference. Good reveal. No price point and release date. Mm-hmm. Again, I uh... As, as again, some of the stuff we were talking about pre pre show, it's um, I don't think we will get 
price point and release date to August or September, purely because of the way the world is at the moment. The situation with the pandemic, we, we don't know how badly the economies are really going to take, be hit, because first we've got to see whether we can actually get a cure in vaccine form or medication form still. You know, we, we've, over here we're apparently putting our, our stake into some vaccines that may not work. So you got that. If, the, we, if we've alongside that, the, the possible second wave, which, you know, I don't know people don't want to talk about it, but with the protests going on at the world, in the world at the moment, that's raising the risk of us getting a second wave very quickly upwards. And yes, I know the reason for the protests, and yes, I understand that reason, and yes, I support that reason. But you've got to think of it this way. We're doing it in a pandemic, a one that's killed quite a few thousand. I mean, it, we've, we've surpassed 41,000 deaths here alone. So, we've, so, that, so you've got that in mind hanging over it. I don't think... Xbox and Sony are ready to rush the price point. And I suspect they're having a little competition with each other to see who's got a better deal. There may be a third reason why. And okay. that third reason may be this. Is, is that... What? Manufacturing? Absolutely. The, the fact that they don't... They haven't released a price point is because once you release a price point, pre-orders go up. Once pre-orders go up, they may not be able to fill demand. Because with everything being as slowed down as it is, their manufacturing may have been backlogged, and that's that could be a problem. Yeah. Um, but regardless of that situation, when we look at what we got, the meat, I think if I was to if I was to give them a like a grade rating, like A to F, I'd give them a C plus. It's average. There was there was some good bits, but all in all, there wasn't anything that made me just go. I'm in, like I'm I'm fully like I felt that it was bookended. That's how it was. They're like it started off strong with Spider Man, it ended strong with Horizon Zero Dawn. The middle stuff to me, I I can't think of much. I mean, once again, but you said Demon Souls was remastered was a big one. Ratchet and Clank was a big one. Hitman Three was there. Hitman Three. Which again, like one that's also another one. That's a that's that's a that's a Square Enix property, if I'm not mistaken, no, right? No, no, no. Um, IO Interactive bought themselves out away from Square, so now they self-publish. Okay. So it is a literal separate event now. But it's just for me. It's just like well, interesting stuff. But like, where's the where's the meat? Or if they, even if they came out and just said like. Listen, this it's backwards compatible to X, and said that it was. I would have been like, great. That looked that would have yeah. been cool. Yeah, that's that's the difference between Sony and Xbox. Sony say they're they're more focusing. They want to focus on the now console, this generation, so the games and things will be more focused towards that rather than backwards compatibility. Whereas Xbox have come out when you're part of our community. You've bought our products. We want to bring you with us. So we want the games that you bought and loved to come with you too. Do you know Which again makes sense, which is a nice way of saying, okay, we'll we'll beef them up for you as well. Well it's the same with C D Project Red. 
Remember, they said that if you bought our product, it doesn't matter. You'll be able to, if you bought a product on this generation, it'll, we'll give you the, you can download it for the next generation console for free. You bought the product mm -hmm. once, you shouldn't buy it again. Yeah. And I appreciate that, that a company is going, and I think that it's just like a company's going that, but I also think that the way that they're doing purchasing now is that a lot of it is going to be like, you can't share discs anymore. They are going that way. Um, which, which, is why the, which is why the digital console exists. And to be honest, I appreciate the fact that there's a digital console. I appreciate the fact that Sony's stealing the idea from Xbox for this generation. Yeah, it's, it, it makes sense because there aren't people like myself out there who have discs for the PS4 or discs for the Xbox, you know, or discs for the you know, PS3 and all this. I, I appreciate that, that people don't, don't want to buy discs. They just want it purely digital. So that way... Yes, it goes directly to the hard drive, and yes, they get to save money out of it. I don't, I don't see how that's a, ba a bad thing. It's, well, it's not one that I would consider yet. But I because if, of discs. If we're if we're thinking about saving and that kind of stuff, I am assuming anywhere between six hundred and six ninety nine for the console price is my thought, and that may be high. I'm I may be on the high end. But that's that's what I'm assuming. What is what have the the, the past console been like five five fifty five ninety nine? I'm trying to think because wasn't it like uh, three four nine for the PS4 here? But I know it was four twenty five for the PlayStation Three because I remember that because I got that with uh, my uh, with my redundancy money because <laughs> it's like one of, one of those things you know where I was just going. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, I've I've been through six and a half years of this. So I'm going through crap at the moment with family and health and work going. So I might as well do something to it. I enjoy it. See, people are looking at this for the expense because of also the SSD drive. Now, SSD drives I bought recently. They when they put in there, they're not going to put put half a terror. You know, they're not even putting five hundred gig in there. It's four eight six. It's. It was around about that sort of area, JT. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm expecting high. I'm expecting mm. six. If only because once again, prices of hardware have come down, but there's also other costs and stuff that go up. And most consoles are a loss leader for them, right? They lose money on a console. Make money. the first year and a half to two years, you will hardly make a profit on a console. It will be a loss. Yeah. So, but at the same time, people are going to expect to pay. And next gen, you can slap a sticker on it, and a lot of people are going to buy it. Um, like I said, I'm I'm planning for six hundred dollars. That's where that's where my head is at, and I don't and I can't tell you any reasonable assumption, but the fact that like six hundred dollars gets you a mid range gaming PC nowadays, like you can go out. Spend six grand or six hundred dollars. Six grand will get you a crazy rig, but six hundred dollars and get a machine that is reasonably good at playing most stuff. See, that in a way that's a smart way to think about it because if it isn't that and it's lower, then you've got oh, I've got access here to get more games, more bits and pieces of it. Or so in a way, thinking over it and then it coming in under. Or you're buying the bundle because the other thing too, yeah. you think about it like with me, I got to buy the PlayStation. I'm going to buy mm -hmm. a second controller because mm -hmm. I've got a girlfriend. I've got to buy at least one or two games because it's not going to come with games to start with. No. There's your $600 price point right there. You're 
because it's going to be even if it is like 500 if it's 500 new controller is probably going to be 60 something the another game is going to be another 60 something now all of a sudden i'm at 620 yeah because you you got you got to look for the stuff like that because they will also want you to be bundled in with that stuff because that's where they make their money yeah and and some of the bundles are good there there are there are like i remember when when we bought our playstation 2 my parents bought it for us my dad bought the gran turismo edition because it was playstation two controllers and gran turismo for the price of what the playstation was retailing for mm. it made absolute sense and i also sold him on getting us a playstation because we wanted a dvd player we didn't have one in the house so our playstation 2 like so that's like it was like dad you're getting the playstation 2 at basically for half cost because that's how much a dvd player was like 150 dollars playstation was like you know, three hundred dollars. So it's like it's only one hundred fifty dollars. This is a video game system. The other one hundred fifty is a is a uh, is that. And he was, yeah. he made sense to him. But you don't have that sunk cost anymore because, you know, you don't you're not buying a PlayStation Five to play Blu-rays. Though you can do ultra high definition Blu-rays now, on that. So that is a thing you can do. Yes. But then again, that's. Again, that price will be in there because somebody making them. And here's and here's a question about the digital. Now, mm -hmm. here's something that I propose to you guys. Now, I know, Will, if you're getting a PlayStation Five, you're probably getting it with a disc, right? Yes. Disc drive. Just so I can play my PS4 discs. It's fair. Makes sense. Here's here's my question to you. Mm -hmm. If you have the PlayStation Five disc and you have the disc the digital, which would you rather prefer? To have the digital be at a reduced cost because it doesn't have a disk drive or have it retail the same as the disk one but have higher hard drive capacity because it's digital oh i in that case i would say if it's digital only yes the same price but a bigger hard drive purely because in, there needs to be a balance between the two. There needs to be something that offsets the fact of discs. Right. That's the thing. Because we know, and JT in the chat is saying about it as well. You need you need addition the additional hard drive space is going to be going to be needed because Call, Call of Duty. What was it talked about it earlier? Yeah, hundred ninety gig. Yeah, uh, my Call of the Call of Duty because I downloaded the. They just did a recent update for Warzone. It was forty gigs. I have already. It's it, it's it's a it's a metric ton on PC. I'm sitting here going like, the actual f Blizzard. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, it's like they didn't add anything new. It's the still the same maps. I'm like, what needed forty gigs? New gun new gun types. That's that that wow okay, like that don't that doesn't seem like forty gigs. I will tell you exactly how much space it is. Let me let me pull it up here. It's it's crazy the amount of space is needed for the games these days, and that's why if we're gonna go down the old digital route, you need the hard drive space to compensate for it. And you can't go wow wow well, there cloud gaming. Cloud gaming is not there yet. No. Cloud gaming won't be there for another for another generation at least. Hey, hey, let's. Do we want to so talk about play. the fact that Cyberpunk isn't going to release on Stadia day one? That that's a thing. Remember, they were like, "Oh, we're going to be on Stadia, guys." Oh, yeah, 
Yeah. It's a hundred night gig on the PlayStation Four. That. that and by again, do, you, do you have the disc for that too? Let me know if you have the disc. Now, if you got the base, if you got the base PS4, you know the one, the new one now, rather than the one with the the bad design fault for the eject button. Yes, I'm looking at that PlayStation Four down there because it's been dirt playing up with that again recently. That's you could only potentially get if you got two games that size, two games on your hard drive and it's full. Yeah, Bionic, you're getting screwed. I have the I have it I don't have it on disc. I have it on PC and I'm 191 gigs. What's the point of having a disc if it's supposed to save memory? It's obviously not. <laughs> For you it's not. Yeah, because they dump it on the on the drive. <laughs> It's, it's, I guess, I guess it's just an install disc. Man, when did they had video game install discs for? Yeah, it doesn't make it. So like, and that's the thing with me, like I'm, I have a terabyte hard drive on, on this thing that I use for the, just straight gaming. Like that's mm -hmm. where like, the games are. That's where all the videos are saved. Call of Duty is taking up one fifth of the hard drive space. And this now. Is why 10 terabytes or 15 to 20 terabytes are needed these days. And here's, and here's the crazy thing. I watched will pro there was another release thing that was talked about right this week. Destiny two talked about their plan going forward. Not something that we normally would talk about, but I want to bring them up mainly because of what thing that they went talked about. They talked about the game and yeah. they said the game is, almost a hundred is they said like with updates and stuff that takes up a ton of hard drive space we want to update the game and keep it going but to do that we have to either say updates take longer we had takes us longer to patch or we're going to start sunsetting older content so they went statistically and they looked at like a lot of their content and they said the stuff that people don't go to anymore we're going to sunset we're going to put into a vault that then we can look at remaster and bring out in later seasons and rotate content through because and they're like saying they're like you know they listed mars they're like if you look at mars mars is five gigs of the total game it's at, at the 90 gig install mars is five gigs of what you have installed on your pc but after the entire player base only one percent of people actually spend any time on mars why why should we have five gigs of a 90 gig install be devoted to something that only one percent of people are going to mm. doesn't make any sense and people are upset and i guess some people will yell at me because they're like i paid for this content you know why should i not have access to this content if i paid for it yeah you're obviously not using it yes yeah. <laughs> The game is free to play. Things have changed with Destiny. You know what? And and Destiny 1, they sunsetted content all the time. They took content out of the game. They took guns out of the game. It happened. But that was because they're trying to keep the game. And they basically said they're not... They, they had a choice. They could either make Destiny 3, which means they would basically have Destiny 2 go dark, or they have to make changes to the way that they handle content, and they're going to rotate content and bring it forward. And they also said, guess what? We can bring... Destiny one content forward now and put it into the game and rotate it through. And you want to know what? Fine. They said, so we're not making destiny three. We are committed to making destiny two for the next three years. And here's all the content we have planned for the next three years, which is the opposite of what fucking Activision is doing, 
with just saying, here's another 30 gigs, here's another 40 gigs on an update. What did you do that required 40 gigs? It's crazy, isn't it? It I'm really is nuts. They need trying to understand. So, um, yeah, digital the digital consoles either need to have one of two things for me. Three things. I'm going to go with three things. One, if they're not more hard drive space than the disc copies, they better be cheaper. Number yeah. one. Number two, if they do have hard drives, they, 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 they should be expandable. They should have the software and the capabilities like you have right now where you either can put a new hard drive into it. There is a hard drive port they, they've said they put into it so you can expand hard drive no, putting ever ssd in there there are there certain types that are being made at the moment because they don't exist on the market yet of course and they're yeah. going to be made by sony and sold by sony at a price jump mm-hmm. fine i'm okay with that as long as i can put more shit because if i have to buy call of duty and it's a terabyte for literally gun game like when when i saw that update i literally went i'm ready to uninstall this it does because yeah. I just don't. I can put better game. I could put th- like five Yakuza's installed on this thing. I'd have the entire Yakuza series installed on my PC for the price, mm. hard drive price. And you know, I could could I get a terabyte? Could I upgrade my hard drive from like a terabyte to like four or five? Yeah, but I'm not but gonna. Why, but why should you for just one game? Yeah, why should I? And then also, guess what? That means I have to uninstall all the... It's, I have to uninstall those freaking games, and I have to reinstall them all, and it's just a pain in the fucking ass. Mm-hmm. And oh, I could put another hard drive in. I don't have a... Sp- I bought a pre-made computer. The wiring is perfect in there. That means I have to go in there and fuck with it. And we all know when I go in there and fuck with shit, it doesn't ever... It never goes back the way you, you that it came to you. It never comes no. back the way it came no. I know that. I know that too well. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so I, I do love to look at this little play, PlayStation Five. I it think looks nice. that's nice. I looked at it because I'm. I was stream. I was starting my stream at the time, but it was finishing. It was supposed to finish at ten, but didn't. So I had the screen, the stream on, and when I saw them about to release it, I just put flipped the screen and went, "You might as well share this with us." Was I see it? Like, oh. But my question is, with how that looks, how easy is it to open up the expansion slot for this extra SSD drive that you can put in? Because also, you've got to have enough space on there for USB for your PS4 hard drive games. Because they said you can bring those over. You can just take your disk drive for your PS4, plug it into your PS5. And then you've got to get get your game saves from this the cloud for, of your of your PS4 games come down as well. So there's extra space there that's needed on the SSD. It's all about the space. I'm just looking at a hard drive right now. I could I could buy a 10 terabyte hard drive for two hundred eighty one dollars. Jesus Christ! Dude. Remember this this podcast, this recording that we're doing right now will end up being about two to three gigs when we're mm-hmm. done with it. Let's see how much it would be as well in external. 
external 10 terabyte hard drive for us on Amazon. I'm looking at internal, by the way. <laughs> I mean, there's an internal ones here as well. Bloody hell, a 12 terabyte, right, internal. 3.5 SATA HDD. 286.99. 12 terabytes. <laughs> I mean... There, you can do it, definitely do it, but it's just like, why do I need internal solid state drives? What if I got a solid state? Let, let's let's just let's just go crazy here. <laughs> These are not solid state drives. I want an internal solid state drive. Five hundred gig one, two hundred and fifteen pounds seventy three. Works with Xbox, PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Oh, I'm looking at PC. I'm looking. At, <laughs> that's where I'm looking. I mean, I can get a one terabyte solid state drive for about a hundred bucks. And it's Western Digital, so that's that's a good one. But the second you go a little bit higher, I want a two terabyte. It's two hundred thirty-four. If I want four terabytes, it's almost it's two fit thirty. If I want five, it just that's just like wow. Yeah, it's. I mean, I may do a it. A Samsung, a Samsung two terabyte. Good here, right? Thank you, Vianna. Yeah, good, good selling for it. That's going to be the new the new logo. Hey, welcome to Tig Whippies. Welcome to the Tig Whippies podcast, where guess what? We are still smaller in download size than the pot than uh, Call of Duty. Heck, you can stream us, unlike on state, just unlike Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. See, that's what I'm saying. £60 for a 500 megabyte one for an SSD. And it's a 486 megabyte that goes in a PS4, a PS5, sorry. So if you're looking around that, that, that sort of brings the cost down a little bit, that, that 60. Yeah. So overall, for me, I enjoyed um, the PlayStation event. I, I'm going to be more generous than your than your one. I'm going to give it an A minus. And the big reason why I'm going to give it an A minus was they said they were going to show games, but they showed gameplay. On this on this event, they under promised, but overachieved. Because they showed gameplay, they showed Spider Man into the multiverse stuff. Which is nice, you know. They showed they showed stuff that made me go, ooh. And not and I wasn't sitting there going, Well Well, this is great, isn't it? I was I was like You know, what yeah, at the end of it wanted it to end so I could hurry up and do my stream, but <laughs> we saw the new Resident Evil. You know, stuff like this. This is what made me think. It was a, it was a better event, definitely than the inside Xbox One. You know, I think I thought there could have been more, but no, it's fair. Like it, but we also look look at the games that they showed and compared to my tastes. And yeah, you can that's... see where I where I look at where I see, and I'm a little underwhelmed. Mm. That's the thing because you you want something along those lines. You want big battle games you want real time rts games you want the xcoms on there that look fucking amazing do you, do you know what would have raised this up 
like a literal grade in my mind. I would have taken it from a C plus mm. to an A to a B plus to me. What's that? If we had a release date on Horizon. Really? Because like you're like, here's Horizon Zero Dawn 2. I'm like, great. And they're like, when? And they're like, Mid- Oh, launch title, that would be amazing. Yeah, if if that was a launch title, or even it was if it was like early 2021. I'm mm. I'm sold. I'm in. I'm I'm there. But it ain't. We don't know when it's coming out. It could be no. 2020, 2022, for all we know. Yeah, because we saw one game that said 2022, and I'm like, bit too early. To By the way, we saw Ghosts of Tokyo, the Bethesda yeah, game. Yeah, Ghostwire. Yeah, Ghostwire. Ghostwire. Mm. Which is not what I expected it to be, and I was like, this, 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 this looks like there's no <laughs> what happened like i thought it was gonna be like this weird kind of ninja story like now we're fighting weird ass ghost things in the center of tokyo and neon lights this is this is not what you you said this was gonna be on the tin <laughs> bethesda there, there was two disappointments there for me maybe a third but you know and i think one of the disappointments is because it's not my type of game and i know one of the people who worked on it you know, I've met her a couple of times before, you know. Um, she used to do a podcast uh, a couple of years ago before she moved to Canada. And and that was uh, Goodbye Volcano High, which doesn't look my sort of game at all. And the fact that they put GTA Five on it. There was, to me, there was absolutely no need to say about GTA Five was coming to PlayStation at that point. We all knew. Let it, yeah, let it release, drop in and go, oh, by the way, here it is on PS5. And, oh, by the way, if you have it on PS4, PS3, boom, you get the PS5 version for free because you've already bought it. That would make sense to me. But no, I, I reckon they're wanting you to buy it again. This this is what makes me a little sad that there isn't an E3 this year. Not because of like the cost and all the other stuff and all the people we would or wouldn't see. Like I could care about it. It's the fact that I don't get to see Todd Howard release Skyrim for the next gen consoles. Like be on stage and have to say the words. Here comes Skyrim for PlayStation Five and Xbox. What one X one now? Series X. Series X. I, I wanted. Those, I wanted to see those words come out of his mouth. And I don't get that satisfaction. Unless Bethesda do are. And the worst part is Bethesda doesn't have, like, Todd Howard doesn't have a Twitter. So I can't tweet him and say, Skyrim from Play ES5, when, please? How does he know Dragons on Ultra High HD? No, it's going to be the same graphics. Just ray wanna... tracing. <laughs> I want to see ray tracing off my horse's ass as I jump across the mountains. Because reasons. <laughs> it just works optimized gameplay so on to what we have been playing though this week not what we're possibly playing in the future and um i've been playing some need for speed heat i finished it and uh i I saw mr punterino's car in there the mazda mx5 did you buy it no not yet i haven't bought that I, I did buy the Trans Am though. Yeah. The Trans Am is in there. And I'm like, ooh. Well, you're, prob- I, 
You're probably like me. I I I kind of have specialized two cars. I only own two cars in the game. I have the I have I have the uh, the Mustang and the Audi. I needed. I think I needed a third. But I went. I had a BMW M4, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, what's my first car again? Because my BMW M4, I had to use as my second one because my first car just, even after upgrading it, just wasn't powerful enough to go through the the career. But yeah, like you know, you you will need a third car. I will say that. Well, I know that. The two that I use, so I have like I have my main car, which is the Audi, yeah, which is like the race car. It's the mm-hmm. let's go fast and make turns good, and I turn the Mustang into the drift car because that the ass end of that thing already wanted to go out, so I just put it like all drift. So like and the thing is, you don't need power for it to be a drift car. No, you just need it to be able to drift, which my cars don't. So I'm trying to do like the drift events on it, where it's like, um, yeah, you're rather, rather tough. Yeah, when you have this thing to like road and drift all the way at the corner, like it's to the point where like you have to like ease on the gas with this thing because you can't pull the pull it to zero. Like you can't like do the or like pull the trigger, let's go, because this thing will just start spinning in a circle. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, like there, I, it got to the point where I would be doing the drift challenges. And mm. I would just be like in a straight way and I would just turn it left and right and just get like little 200 point drifts because I would just be swinging the ass out on it. <laughs> hey, that works. You know, it does. And I'm just, just going like, and then I would just do circle spins. Yeah. But yeah, so like my Mustang is no longer the fast car. It is the drift car. <laughs> <laughs> Getting into the events are fucking horrible because I have to drive it on the road. It's like, <laughs> I didn't know I was in the movie Heat. <laughs> see i i Sorry, haven't bullet. really done any sort of drift events on that i've completed the main story so you got like the three side yeah. mission bits to do the mission story parts um one of them you have to have an off-road for otherwise your car just sits there and uh, it was really slowly gonna have to um, buy the land rover yep yeah. but so if i want to go for completion completion i'd have to get get a drift car and you know a land rover and off-roader but as far as the main stories is concerned done completed which i'm quite happy with because i i took a load of time early last last week and just plowed through it after we were talking about it because it's like okay this gives us something to talk about this gives us the card bits and did i get a a, a level five heat Yes. Did I did I get busted? Yes. <laughs> did I try looking for the highway so I could get away as <laughs> you suggested last week? Yes. Could I? No. <laughs> My car was fucked. <laughs> but that it, it's okay though, because it, you know, through all its fault from the having to build up your car to a certain level and then you have to get a certain amount of reputation. To unlock it like three or four levels you have to get at one point i enjoyed it it was fine it was how an arcade racing game to me was supposed to feel yeah it, it for me i'm sitting here when playing it and i won't but i'm almost sitting here and be like i wonder what this would be like with a wheel i'm just thinking to myself like what would this be like 
with a wheel. She can have full punterino. Yeah. And just be like, but I'm like, no, no, I'm not that invested in this. This is literally, you're playing this, James, because you're just, it, it's, it's just for fun. It's just for racing fun. That's all this is for. That's all, that's all this for. You don't need to get super serious onto it no. because that's it doesn't really need that. It's not like tomorrow next week you're gonna see me. By the way, guys, I have iRacer and here's my gaming setup with like the clicky the flappy paddle gear thing, and I'm I'm competing in F1 events. Yeah, I'm not I'm not that level of gamer when it comes to my racing games. I literally yeah. probably am just trying to rep up to get an Aston Martin, and then that I can just rip that thing around. I can get yeah, the DB5. I've got the yeah. DB5 unlocked, but I want the the was I think it's the Vanquish, right? Or is it's it the Vanquish? Or is it the DB11? I should can't remember now which other one it was. I know there's a, there is a couple more in there. It may be the 2011 Aston Martin, but yeah, that's 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 the car I want. I did see the DB5 and went, "Ooh, should I get it?" <laughs> 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 but then, then I set off for the BMW, you know, because I was looking at the, the, the points on there mm-hmm. to try and get up close and then overpowered so to make the races easier. Because the RPG person did us, you know. <laughs> Always I just look at how big of horsepower could I shove in this thing? <laughs> what is the maximum horsepower? Because maximum horsepower means it goes fast. <laughs> That's oh, what yes. that means. But I, have, I should ask you this question about it, too. Yeah. I don't feel much difference in the cars. Yeah, that's a good thing. I don't think there is much of a difference in the cars. I, I think the only difference you will feel is if you got off-road or drift. And yeah. I, I I think they've done that deliberately. I, I think so, too. I think they it's, it's how you buy the car stock, and then you can change it. So, like, you can make every car drift. You can make every car off-road. I get why they did that because it means like if you have a favorite car in the game, you can just play with that one car. Yeah, that's fine. But for me, like I was expecting to be like, I have a Mustang, so it's great in a fast line, but tried to turn the son of a bitch and good luck. And I got the Audi and I was like expecting the Audi to be able to turn better. And not really. I mean, that's kind of like um, the one of the other games, uh, racing games that I've played because I've played three free this week and that so it was that one then the other one was i was doing more dirt rally stuff and for crashes of us um we had two sort of torn two two areas there was australia which they had dirt gravel you know mud mud roads wet with advantage that is like gt powerful fucking cars that you're seeing in like the Le Mans. Yeah. <laughs> On rally mode. This thing was a handful to say the least in the wet. Because and Coke Masters have done a really good thing here. They in my opinion they, they have they've done it enough. So the cars driving this, you've got like ruts in the road and they're muddied. Now You've probably driven on 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 muddy roads before on with with a car, right? I live in New England, <laughs> so very much so. <laughs> so, when it gets muddy, you lose traction. You feel your car just sliding around everywhere. This was an absolute handful. I enjoyed doing it, but boy, was it tough! 
Now I I've driven I've driven in very snowy conditions, like wet, slippery snow conditions, which you can say is comparable to mud, especially when it's slush. And mm-hmm. it's the reason why I bought an all-wheel drive car. <laughs> I did that as well in Dirt Rally because Tim has set up a band of games ones for non-DLC and people with DLC. And one of the DLC tracks is Monaco, Mountains of Monaco, which snow quite a lot. The second stage, right? Now, I, I was coming up to a, a sort of, it was a very sort of um, innocuous corner. It was like a, a, a third gear corner, right? Mm-hmm. I'm slowing down for it. But when I get to near the corner, for some reason, the car just sort of veered off. And it put me out on a terminal bit because it couldn't recover the car. And I'm sitting there going, huh. Well, that was quick. <laughs> so this probably isn't a good thing. No. <laughs> Again, it feels like I may have hit a patch of black ice and just sent it off. But to me, it was like, huh, I, 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 was, I, I was a bit gutted with that one, I have to say. <laughs> and then there's another, the other racing game I've played was a thing called Baja, Edge of Control. Now we're talking buggies, we're talking sand, you know, sand buggies, dune buggies, that sort of thing. The, the trucks and that you see on like the Paris-Dakar rallies, these sort of things. And as an arcade racer, it's it's more sort of need for speed rather than dirt rally. Yes, yes, you can upgrade your car. Yes, you can power it. But it's not as, it doesn't feel as, I don't know, maybe as in-depth as, let's say, a need for speed. Because you can't change, you can change the bits, but it just goes up to certain certain bars it doesn't actually go okay can you want to go drift do you want to go off-road do you want to go racing do you want to go track do you want to go car uh normal road as, as much as um that so and you got little leagues you got different different types of buggies there for it and i'm i'm having trouble with one league it's like an open class now mm-hmm. you start about 30 seconds ahead of the pack which you're thinking what's going on here then they have to try and catch you and pass you in about a lap and a half. And so far, they have. Now, whether it's something wrong, they've made something wrong with your car or not, it's a different story, but I feel slower. And I just cannot get past second place on it. I just cannot. But you build up enough credits so you can move on. So as an arcade racer, I'm I liking it. Am I liking it as much as Need for Speed? <sighs> not really. And it's nothing to do with the game. I think it's just the way the game was made and how I feel about, you know, the setting of the racer. Um, what else have I played? Well, uh, I also played and completed the rest of Super Lucky's Tale, the game that I last played and properly completed on uh, Christmas Day a couple of years ago on stream, if you remember me doing that. Vaguely. It's think of it like a, a Spyro, okay. or um, yeah, like a Spyro, where you know you've got your little world base for each bit, each chapter, and then you've got little offshoots levels. So you have got your little hubs, world hubs, and it's it's again, it's a platformer. It's very cute. It's very basic in terms of graphics, looking for. But then again, it's a kids' game. You don't really want it, blood and guts, no, friend, do you? It's a nice little game. It's a nice little sort of platform game for people, you know. Um, 
the last boss was a pain in the ass. <laughs> but, yeah, there's collectibles there. It's it's quite nice. And the reason I was playing this was because, and I know I haven't didn't do the stream yesterday, but purely because I didn't get the code for it. But and I'm going to double check this here, so I, I know the NDA bit was on here. Because what I was going to do yesterday, because I had a conversation uh, with a lady who was working out there. Um, and where is it? Where's the, wherever is it? Say? Yeah, so our embargo date for this information and stream time is June 12th, 7 a.m. So yesterday. So we were looking in to getting codes for new Super Lucky's Tale, which was coming out or supposed to come out yesterday on ps4 xbox and i think pc because i know it's already out on switch and we was looking to try and get codes to the community as well because the embargo time lifted i haven't had an email saying it's different that hasn't happened yet so I, I, it looks like there must be a delay but that's the main, main reason i was gonna i was finishing up Super Lucky's Town because I wanted to get it done so I remember the controls for this, for this new one coming out so then I could stream it and not look like a total boss. <laughs> I don't know the kids smiles. I just uh, I gonna press this button. So you know to give it a best foot forward for them as well as us, you know. So that's why I completed that. But I, I did enjoy it for the most part, considering, you know, again it is it was aimed at kids. And again, there's the scope for me to go back and complete it, you know, with all the, all the little four-leaf clovers that you can get. And it was quite nice. Um, also, and uh, this, this is the big thing, uh, snooker, did snooker, uh, another match in there. Three century breaks this time, three century breaks for my win after I put the, uh, the AI difficulty up to heart. One of them was a missed opportunity for a 147, which I'm gutted about. Absolutely gutted about. 14 reds, 14 blacks. Trying to get onto the final red that was on a, by, the cushion, by a cushion on the left-hand side. Yellow was in the way. Just needed about an inch or two more to the right. Did I get it? Did I fuck? <laughs> so I could even try to bend the ball around it, you know, do a Mike Massey around, around the ball. Couldn't do it. I was fucking gutted with it. Um, so yeah, so there was that another window, which is nice. Top more century breaks, which is nice. They go onto the playlist so people can enjoy them separately from the main match or just watch the match in total. Uh, and then, and then for the rest of the stuff, I actually started doing my backlog. Yes, because you know, with, with finishing Assassin's Creed, the backlog started. Hey, um, Adventure Time, the RPG which is a lot of fun. <laughs> there was a nice little Jaws reference in there. I'm sure I've missed other references too, but if you like Adventure Time, and if you're a fan of RPGs, which it's turn-based in the fights, so that gives you a little bit more scope to, to plan what you want to do, which is quite nice. Leveling is a little bit, a little bit annoying. Not much, not by much. Um, I'm still level five, and I've played about five hours of it. So that tells you everything you need to know about the progress level on this. <laughs> um, 
but I'm loving the humor. I am loving the characters. Uh, I'm loving looking at people going, oh, that's Lumpy Space Princess. And how they're fitting around the whole story of being pirates. Uh, I like the the map. The map, let- the map layout is not too big. So it looks like it could be a fairly short game. There are side quests. It's not PG, you know, and that's not a bad thing. It's it's a good laugh. It's a nice chill game to do on a Sunday morning. Yeah, in my opinion. Uh, so there is that. I also have been starting 10 Second Ninja X. <sighs> That's stressy. <laughs> and if you don't know what, what that one is, it's it's a platform puzzle. Um, you have 10 seconds for each level to clear of enemies. You have sword, you have three shurikens, number of enemies, and hazards to go with it. You don't need to know too much more than that. There are different hazards for different levels. You know, you get little areas with different levels as well added to the puzzles. And if you do, you got to do it in less than 10 seconds over each level to get met, to get little stars. If you get the more stars you get, the better. You have a maximum of three, which sometimes you have to do it in about three seconds. So again, it's a score chase. But to work out the puzzle first and then go try and shave off the seconds brings the rage. <laughs> And we, and I like you know I like the dichotomy of um of Sunday being chill and then Tuesday just frenetic. You know it's it's kind of like you you are relaxing you're having a nice time to build yourself up to Tuesday and just just full on rage game, which was also good because I was carrying it over to Thursday for the Thursday afternoon streams because I was playing Action Hank. Which is another sort of in that vein. It's a it's a Charles Fusion esque one where you're, you're a fat guy running along and so and a course to get from A to B in the fastest time. And the more elaborate the levels, the the you know the more frustrating it can be. And I surprised myself because apart from two challenge levels, completed that game as well. That game's done. It's my my backlog apart from getting that itch.io collection has shrunk. Already after the first week, and I'm like, "Huh, I like this. This is nice." Um, so there's that. I would recommend getting both of those because they are a lot of fun. Uh, they, they as a score chase, you can also go on PC and oh, and PlayStation Four and look at my uh, my my scores and try and beat them because I know Last Lisa does, and she is very, 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 very good at that. And then finally, on Thursday night, I started a game that I do recommend you get. I do think you'd like this in a very silly way. It is called Adventure Boy Cheapskate DX. Okay. It is a fetch quest game. It's not a platformer. I say it's almost like a top-down view. Very sort of um, cartoony graphics. But you start with, you go into like a 24-7, you try to buy some food. There's a guy in there that's stopping you, go looking at uh, the discount price shelf. And when you try to talk to Clark, he runs out, nicks your bike, and that's where the, the story begins. You have to go find this guy who stole your bike. There's bad puns in this. There's talking things in this that you wouldn't normally expect to talk in it. It's very silly. 
I think it's quite short. I've seen a playthrough on YouTube of it for just over about two hours. So I think you'd be able to, if you wanted to play it in like an afternoon, you really could do. And if I look on Steam, I can find out how much it is for you to see how cheap it could be. Okay. Uh, let me have Luke. Come on, connecting. Come on, connect to my account. Come on. <laughs> Steam, I've never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who are you? Right, uh, so let's have a look. Store page. It is currently on sale here. <laughs> I'm going to add caffeine uh, this morning. Four pounds. So probably round about... Five ninety-nine. Yeah. Probably. So yeah, so that's not bad. It's a nice little game. It runs on mouse and keyboard. Well, mostly keyboards, you know, press space, blah, blah, blah. I use your WXYZ and all this, all these coffins. But I find it funny. I think you'd like it as a nice little sort of game to just just play for an afternoon, you know? Mm -hmm. I just, I, 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 I honestly think you'd enjoy it. And that's all I've been playing. So well, I... while I have a brew, what have you been playing, me old mucker? Quick. I have a quick one because it's not much. Um, Modern Warfare, we discussed that at length, so I don't need to go into that. Destiny Two because the new season started, and uh, whenever a new season starts, I tend to go back in there and dabble around with it. it it's it's fun. I Destiny is scratching more of the itch than Modern Warfare is, so I'm thinking maybe unless I'm because I'm seriously debating buying a new hard drive <laughs> since we started talking about it. Um, cause I can get like a two terabyte SSD for like, like $230. And I thought mm, that might be good doubling my capacity and increasing my speed. So I may do that. Um, and I may uninstall modern warfare until then, because you know, but then again, if I uninstall modern warfare, I have to reinstall almost 200 gigs. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. the other thing I have, I've, I've had hearthstone just four gigs. Because I've been doing that um, Battlegrounds feature that they have. You know, they have, like, the auto-battlers are big now. All right. Yeah, Hearthstone has it for free. So I was like, hey, well, it's, it's got Battle.net. Might as well try it. So I did that. Uh, football Manager. Yeah, it's a thing now. We're still playing Football Manager. <laughs> Just, I can't stop. I won't stop. I keep going. Uh, it's, it's still a ton of fun. It's still a great time. Uh... We are in season 10 now, and I can talk about this now because we are, are no longer in a backlog situation. We are up to date. What you guys are seeing is what I'm recording in real time, so there's no surprises anymore. We won the we won the Premier League last year. We lost in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. We lost in the finals of the, quarter, of the Caballero Cup, but we won the FA Cup. Until so we win it all, I'm going to keep going. Uh, Pepe is a man fucking possessed. Uh, he scored 61 goals last season in all competitions. Um, and so far this year, we're in November, and he scored 22. Bloody hell. He's, he's, he's a maniac. He went to me as a like, boss, I want a new contract. I just handed him a blank check and said, write what you want. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
we're at the point though in the save where it's like buying buying players now you're not buying to improve the first team because our first team is just out of conceive even our subs are really good like the sub that i have for pepe the guy who backs him up is yeah. argentina's number one striker for their national team and he's the backup to pepe so basically all i'm doing is just buying english youth and buying youth talent and developing them so that they become uh, club uh, trained at club training comp- country for the future. Because obviously, with the Champions League, you have to have at least eight clip players that were trained in your trained in your club before the age right. of under twenty one. And then I think you need to have at least four of those players be homegrown at nation too. So you have to develop those players, which means that they were at your club before the age of eight, like eighteen. Mm. So you have to kind of start playing that game. So or uh, before 21. So like I'm buying players that are like 18 years old that I can just stick in the reserves. And in three years, they're homegrown at club, homegrown at nation. And I can just go, okay, you guys are going to be good, but I need to like have these. So I've gotten an affiliate affiliate clubs. I'm working on like sending my, my, my youngsters to affiliates to like just loaning them to all the lower league teams. Now we're in the, like the, like we made it to the top. Now we need to build an empire. The other thing that's a little worrying about the club and I've been working on is we're not sustainable unless we're winning competitions. Right. So like our profit in a month is about um, 7 million pounds. Our losses in a month is about 12. That's but then but that's not counting prize money. So right. if we win the Premier League, that's forty-eight million pounds. If we win the Champions League, that's like another fifty million pounds. If we if we win those two competitions, we're solvent. We've made money in the year. Yeah, but I'm not happy about that. I want to, you know, work on that, try and bring that in, and try and make it so that like we're we're balanced, and mm. we have the sixth highest sponsorship revenue in the league at fifty-six million pounds. And sponsorship deals. Manchester United are number one at 252 million pounds. Sponsorship money. Like the top four sponsorship sponsorships are like, like, I think like even like all of us combined underneath them don't reach like the top three. So you combine yeah. like four to that. They won't, we won't meet the sponsorship revenue of that. So that's kind of the goal. That's the goal post now. It's just like, okay, we're winning competition, but we need to consistently win competitions because I need to get it to the point where this club is solvent. That also means we're trimming bloat. Like I've I've bought so many players and the first team is like something like 30, 30 players. Yeah. So I'm like looking at players who are like squad players who I don't play that much, or I'm like sitting there going, like, I have a youngster that I can play who gets makes like, you know, five thousand pounds a week versus you who's making 52,000 pounds a week so I can trim wage budget and stuff. And that's what I'm trying to focus on is like, I'm playing, I'm playing businessman simulator with lives. Now that's what I'm doing. Pepe's on 200,000 pounds a week. Um, he's absolutely worth it. Um, he's our star player. Just, it's just cause you sit there and like, I don't think there's, I think there's like three games this whole season where he hasn't had a brace. <laughs> He hasn't scored two goals. And some of the goals he scores are just absolutely out of control. 
Like we'll have a free kick in our own half. Like and the goalkeeper has gotten an assist. So he goal kicks it. Long. Pepe runs onto it, runs around his defender, runs at the keeper, and then runs around the keeper and scores the goal. Like he just like dribbles past two people and then just rounds the keeper and fires it in. And you're just sitting there just like the fuck is this guy? So are you a machine? It's Pepe Hands, man. He scores goals. He scores goals for fun. That's what he does. So I I know and I know for I'm thinking about okay, for next year, what are we gonna do? Well, I think I think the plan is probably for next year when I create Take Whippy's FC, I probably mm-hmm. will make the assistant manager be Pepe. Because <laughs> obviously I'm the manager, but Pepe be the assistant manager. Because he's just that good. Um, hey, it just makes sense, really, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. And the other thing, too, and the, re- the other reason why I don't want to end the save just yet, too, is that um, we have our two players from the beginning. Tyler Hancock, who is our gay English striker, right. and uh, Alex Chapman, who, is our, who was our club captain up until the championship when he just wasn't good anymore. Um, they're both in, like, their early 30s. And they haven't said they wanted to retire yet. And I'm literally holding on to them at the club. Just like, fucking retire so I can make you coaches. <laughs> but they won't. <laughs> Tyler has a pace of 5 out of 20. It's like, dude, retire. You can't run. <laughs> it's like Terry Funk. Yeah. <laughs> the football manager. Dude, just retire now, please. It's like, I'm not sticking you in midfield. You can't, like, your passing is great. It's like Harry Kane. Harry Kane can't run. But unlike you, unlike Tyler, unlike you, Harry Kane can has a passing of 20 and a finishing of 20. Which means, like, in a cup game where we're about to go to penalties, I can at least throw Harry Kane in and know that he's going to score a penalty. Like, like, like he is strategically and like, what, what do you do with Harry Kane? Well, I tell him to be, go and be an enganch in the front. What does that mean? Well, it means that he basically just like stands past the last defender and like walks into the penalty area and just kind of lingers there on side. Like we don't need him to be part of the buildup play. We just need him to stand in the penalty box. And if the ball gets past him, shoot at the fucking goal. <laughs> I, I, I've been looking, to, it doesn't give me the option yet, because they they don't think they're old enough to, like, be, con, like, coaches. Like, when a player gets to, like, a certain age, you can start signing them with contracts where, like, they'll they'll be a coach after they retire, and you'll start sending them through coaching courses. Neither one of them are like that yet. And I'm sitting there going, like, just fucking do it. You're both bald in game, guys. <laughs> like, like, come on. Like, you're in your early 30s. Now, in your early 30s, as, like, a goalkeeper, it's, like, you're still good. As a defender, you're still fine. Because, you know, you may not be able to run, but, you know, plenty of great defenders were in their mid or like, early 30s, and great. But, Tyler, you're a striker. Not everybody can be Tati and be, like, prolific into his, like, later years. You are not one of those. And we have Pepe, who's 25, and I'm immediately starting to go, like, uh-oh. Pepe's 25. So I have to buy... I'm like Now I'm like looking for like a 16-year-old striker that I can develop so that when he's 21, Pepe's like 31, and I can be like, okay, I have the next Pepe. 
Just don't know what meme we're going to call him. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, some Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel um, as well. Mm -hmm. But that's also up on the YouTubes. Everything I do is on the YouTubes for the most part. Um, except for Real World. That's mine. You guys don't get that. That's me. I, we were going to play Ticket to Ride yesterday, but that was because of me. But we'll see you next weekend. Or next Friday. No vote because Ticket to Ride next weekend. Next week. Next Friday. It's it's real life. Yeah. And that must always come first. <laughs> but that's okay. Yep, but that's that's literally all I've been playing. I need to beat Jared Star Wars too. Oh, God. Terrible. Terrible. Shoutouts and pimpouts. Well, I mean, I think the big one is two weeks' time. It is episode 200. Do we have anybody confirmed for showing up? Nothing confirmed yet. I have put a word out that we want form of guests with us on there. Robin is interested. I think Tim is interested as well. Okay. Um, Tell them we kind of need to know by next week. Yeah. Like, like by the show next week, we kind of need a commitment. Mm -hmm. I'll also put some feelers out on them video games discord as well to see whether daniela and lucy potentially would like to come on again john s reed ask him as well john s reed yes i'll ask him i'll put i'll give him a shout on discord as well um so yeah so two weeks time join us for that because it's the big one season five starts else season five with season dennis four years yeah. And I will be a year older. Yep. Because it's your birthday. Is it birthday that week? Yeah, the 24th. So it's like my birthday's yep. on a Wednesday. Kim Kandu, she's like, I'm working on your birthday. I'm like, I'm working too. <laughs> <laughs> the more things change, the more they stay the same. So. And also, uh, people in chat, people being here, people who listen, people who support us on on pod, you know, the podcast, on audio, on YouTube, on our channels, our Twitch channels. Thank you, because we're almost reaching a milestone there as well. And it's all down to you guys. It's down to you listening. It's down to you supporting. Down, down to you just talking to us. You know, interacting with us, helping us, helping us talk as much bollocks as we do, because we thank you for doing that. Do you have any shout-outs, dude? I think you kind of nailed it on the head with it. I'm just trying to think of a name for this this episode. PS5? All right, it's just like, hang on, it's just like every single YouTube uh, thing. It's like every single YouTube thumbnail right there for you in one go. Uh, <laughs> I don't see anybody for us to raid. So... We'll just sign off, send you guys out with some music. It's been a ton of fun. Watch Football Manager. Serious. Like, comment, and subscribe. I guess we have to start saying that now, right? <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. I don't know what it means, but just do that. Ring the bell for notifications. Um, enjoy the whole, like, new setup for Twitch, because that's a thing. Surprise. And enjoy this DRM-free music. Modern downloads. <laughs> Yeah, modern downloads. Yes, yeah, it just works. <laughs> all right, guys, have a good one. We'll talk to you all soon. I get it. Bye bye. Where's the button? Stream ending button. There it is. Bye bye.